0: Tonight we're going to look at Psalm 91. So I'm going to ask Lynn to come up and read to you and me the whole psalm. Are you in King James?: uh, yeah. Well, that's good. You're, there's hope for you. And then uh, then we're going to do something else. So come up here. let's see, do we have a microphone? Yes, we do. Oh He, he does not need a microphone, but the read Psalm 91 to us. And y'all know we're we're brothers from a different mother. That's right. That's right. Are we on, Barry?
1: All right. Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in the darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because I hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall be no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. Thou shalt bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon that lion, the lion and the adder. The young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore... Will I deliver him? I will set him on high because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation.
2: Worked for Lynn. Surely it's going to work for me. There we go. Okay, I'm going to read Psalm 91 out of The Passion. So Psalm 91, when you sit enthroned under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden in the strength of the God most high. He's the hope that holds me and the stronghold to shelter me, the only God for me in my great confidence. He will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy, and he will protect you from false accusation and any deadly curse. His massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you, You can run under his covering of majesty and hide. His arms of faithfulness are a shield keeping you from harm. You will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. Don't fear a thing. Whether by night or by day, demonic danger will not trouble you, nor will the powers of evil launched against you. For God will keep you safe and secure. They won't lay a hand on you. Even in a time of disaster, with thousands and thousands being killed, you will remain unscathed and unharmed. You will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment, for they will be paid back for what they have done. When we live our lives within the shadow of the God Most High, our secret hiding place, we will always be shielded from harm. How then could any evil prevail against us or disease infect us? God sends angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go, defending you from all harm. If you walk into a trap, they'll be there for you and keep you from stumbling. You'll even walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath your feet. For here is what the Lord has spoken to me. Because you have delighted in me as my great lover, I will greatly protect you. I will set you in a high place safe and secure before my face. I will answer your cry for help every time you pray, and you will find and feel my presence even in your time of pressure and trouble. I will be your glorious hero and give you a feast. You will be satisfied with a full life and with all that I do for you, for you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation.
0: Wasn't that good? We've been double dosed this evening. Praise God. Well, let's just set ourselves to be the hallmark, that to be the hallmark of our year. We're ministering, uh, have been for the last part of the year, and now on fearlessness. That's not what we titled it, but that's where it went, that you and I are fearless. We're fearless. We're not afraid of anything. We're so, if, if if imminent death, which... There is none for us, but we just wouldn't care. We just wouldn't take a thought about our life. We would be secure in that. So um, in the Passion Translation that Melissa read, it says in verse 1, let me read that verse to you again. When you sit enthroned under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden in the strength of God Most High. So I want to run from that. There's so much here. We, you could just go weeks on this one psalm. But uh, it says there, you're hidden in the strength of the God most high. So we're, we're asking God for 2021. The word he gave to me was to be strong and of a good courage. And that's what we're going to do this year. We're all going to be strong. Last year, they say, was challenging, and I'm sure everybody's got a testimony about that. But actually, it was a stretching of our faith in some seemingly painful ways. But now we've hardened ourselves to difficulty, Isaiah says, and uh, we're unafraid. We're fearless. If, uh, If you're not totally fearless, you just hadn't met the thing that would make you afraid. But a lot of things have fell under us. 2020 was challenging because it revealed the option of living as we had or finding a new life of strength. You could go under or you could go over. I tell y'all about my two grandparents, my grandmother on both sides. They both went through the depression. One of them came out. She was hard as a rock. She, she said, I'll ne- I'm i gonna save and scrimp. I'll never be put in that position again. And she was, uh, God bless her soul, she was pretty tight. she's pretty tight-fisted and just afraid of a lot of things. My other grandmother said, well, doggone, we made it through that. Let's go for it. And she just started throwing down. She was so blessed. Same event, same generation, but two different perspectives. And last year was a year that it may, we wouldn't have liked it, but it's like exercise, we're stronger for what we went through last year. And I, the Lord told me that 2021... I've been telling Debra Ann uh, since the last of November. 2021 would be a year, would be an amazing year for the strong. An amazing year for the strong. So it won't be amazing for everybody, but there's going to be a lot of amazing opportunities in 2021. And many of them, if we hadn't have won in 20, we would not have the strength to maintain and reach out there and get them. Let's turn to Isaiah chapter 40. So we're ministering on strength. Isaiah chapter 40. We all know this passage. Isaiah chapter 40. There in the last part of the chapter, verse 29, the Lord gives Isaiah a revelation about his character and his will and it says that he said he giveth power to the faint one translation says the weak he giveth power to the faint and to them that have no might he inst- he increaseth strength he increaseth strength he increaseth strength strength is important in the kingdom of god even the youth shall faint and be weary And the young men shall utterly fall, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles, they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. So in verse 29, it says, to them that have no strength, he increaseth might. Well, I was meditating on that, and it could be that you could be naturally weak, just uh, uh, not strong in the Lord at all. Or it could be that you would, be, you would, you would humble yourself and divest yourself of natural strength. And uh, financially, for example, you just say, I, I am not going to scheme and plot and plan and wonder about this. I'm going to turn this over to the Lord. I'm going to be weak so that in my weakness, he will be made strong. Could be that in health and wholeness we don't we don't immediately go to I'm in crisis this medical thing is gonna it's gonna do me in and what are we gonna do but that we just say I'm just not gonna take a thought about it I'm gonna go in His strength I believe that's what that means in verse thirty one it says they that wait upon the Lord and the word wait there you've seen it with a lot of people uh, the word is expectation or uh, an earnest expectation but. Uh, Mr. Passion, whatever his name is, he, I, he has notes at the bottom and he said that to wait upon the Lord is not a passive word, but an aggressive word. It's, uh, it means to tie, to twist, to bind, and entwine as one who makes a rope. To tie, to twist, to bind, and entwine, entwine to make a rope. Very active, very energetic word. So those that wait upon the Lord, those that tie themselves to the Lord, those that become intertwined and twisted in with him shall wait upon the Lord. They shall renew their strength. We saw that in Psalm 91 where it says, uh, uh, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge my fortress, which is, in other words, for strength, in him will I trust. The Lord wants us to be strong, Amen. strong against sin, strong against the devil, strong against criticism, strong against the unknown. There's so much unknown right now, especially in our government. It just seems like it's a, it's a, you, they, you couldn't make a soap opera up like it's going on through our government in this last year. But we just take no thought. What we prayed for on Monday concerning our government, I'll just give you this little thing. We never did pray so-and-so to win or so-and-so to whatever. We just said, Lord, our nation's going to the right. And that's exactly what it's doing. No matter how convoluted and twisted and around the corner it has to go in order to get there, our nation is going to the right. And that will be the intended end. So here in verse 31, it's, it, there's a lot of things in the Bible are in threes. Uh, Blade, ear, full corn in the ear, um, things like that. And here they have in Psalm 30, uh, excuse me, in Isaiah 40, verse 31, it's backwards. It starts from strength to weakness. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, and here it is, they shall mount up with wings as eagles, they shall run and not be weary, they shall walk and not faint. So that's in reverse So we look at that and we say, what does that mean? Well, it's talking about our walk with the Lord. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. So the more you tie and twist and intertwine your life with the Lord, the more you're going to be able to do. Uh, We know that there's the the threesome in the Old Testament about the temple. There's the outer court. There's the holy place. Then there's the holiest of holies. So they, those that are just starting out, they walk and don't faint. In other words, they used to faint, but now they've been waiting on the Lord in their flesh, in their body, they're in the body part. They don't fall anymore. But then you go into the uh, holy place, which is the, uh, away from all the people and the cattle and all the sacrifices. It says of them that they shall uh, run and not be weary. Y'all remember our lives, how we used to walk, and everything was hard, and everything was like, ah, this is so big, we'll never know anything. And now, not that we know anything, but we have an understanding of the kingdom, so that anything we don't understand, we know how to understand it. You look up things and you find out and you find out how the kingdom works. Then those that want to go into what's the third or the highest tier of the kingdom, the holy place, or the holy of holies where we're not in our body, that body dependency, not in our soul dependency, where we're just thinking things out, but we are spirit-led. And of that, he says, they will mount up with wings as eagles. That's where I want to go. That's where you want to go. But we got to wait upon the Lord. It doesn't just happen with time. Uh, We talked about it the other day, that uh, time is very irrespective of people. Have y'all ever known an old fool? You go, well, you're supposed to be wise. You're supposed to be helping me, Grandpa. And you're just an old fool. But then you've seen young men and young women that are amazing. They're in hot pursuit. I hope you are one. I'm calling y'all young. (laughs) Now that I'm the, I'm barely, but I'm the oldest one in the church. Garland keeps trying to catch me, but he never will. Hallelujah. So they, uh, we, we walk and not faint. We run and are not weary, and we mount up with wings as eagles. It's, it's, the, it's the tears of strength. All of these are where we get stronger. That the boogeyman doesn't mean anything. The devil, we're not afraid of him. There's a pandemic going on in the earth, and we just keep on keeping on. Amen? Our finances, they turn upside down in the world our seed is still producing a harvest and bringing it back to us. Uh, turn with me, let's go to Joshua. Joshua is, uh, I think it's about the sixth book or something like that. It's way back west. Yeah, Joshua. Let's look in Joshua chapter 1. And just, we're going to look at the, the theme of this that goes from the beginning of the Bible to the end, where God says, I want you to be strong. There's no place for weakness that doesn't want to or does not intend to be strong. We've all been weak, and in some areas you may still be weak. We have weaknesses. We have uh, soft spots. We have areas that uh, uh, may have been uh, part of our growing up where we just go, I've always been afraid of spiders or, or whatever we would say, and I don't like them no matter how strong I am. I don't like spiders or snakes and all that, but, that's not, but we're not afraid of them. Amen. So it says in verse 7, look what the word tells Joshua, who is the man that just took over for the mighty man, Moses. He's just taken over and, and the Lord talks to him. What does the Lord say? He doesn't say, well, be wise or be wealthy or be, uh, be a great leader. He says, only be thou strong and very courageous. That's a word for us. We, it's not knowledge. Y'all know some people that uh, think they're smart and they don't, they don't know that much? It's not knowledge; it's to be strong and of a good courage. Only be thou strong and very courageous. Why? That thou mayest observe to do according all the law, which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. He's saying there now. That's Old Testament, and so we don't keep the commandments in order to prosper. Faith has taken over where. Obedience did back then, but it still takes strength to obey. It takes strength to walk in faith because you'll have a weak spot. I I know people, and I'm sure you do too, they just go great guns, but then there's certain things that come up in their life, and it's like a blowout at 100 miles an hour. It just wipes them out, and it's all but having to start completely over. Do you all know those people? Have you ever been one of those people where a weakness just seemed to sneak up on you and just trip you, and and, and it's like, ah, got to start over. Well, we're going to be strong in those areas so that the devil has less access to temptation and to mess us up. It says, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. So he's telling be strong, and then he says the book of the law. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. That's a good word right there. Old Testament and everything, that's a good word. We have to plug it in a little bit different with faith and and, faith. But it's a good word. Be strong. Be strong and of a good courage. Well, that tells you, that just by the context tells you that we're going to have to be strong and of a good courage. There's going to be things come up that we go, "I I can either shrink back like I have a lot of times, or I can stand up and I can face this with the word of God and be not afraid. In other words, it's fearlessness. Be strong and of a good courage. Not only does it affect our life, but you know we draw a lot from strong people. If you ever had somebody in your life when you weren't very strong, that was strong. We were always amazed at how they could say those things and how they could just be unflinching in their resolve and and just well. Now you and I are that. Hopefully you are that. We are an example and a demonstration to other people. So let's turn to First John chapter four. First John chapter four. Let's get in the New Testament and see how the word speaks to this very important principle, this command, this key to the kingdom that you and I must, we must have success in. We must not shrink back because something fearful shows up. The world's pretty scary right now. Y'all, don't, y'all believe that? The world's scary. If you didn't have Je- what would you do if you didn't have Jesus right now? I mean, you you wouldn't sleep at night. Your money, you'd have to hoard it and carry on. You'd have to wear triple masks, and and it'd just be weird. But that's the way they are. I'm not against masks. Unless I have to wear it. Hallelujah. (laughs) 1 John chapter 4, let's look in this one verse. I turned here with you so that you would be sure and have it underlined or had a star or your pink pen went across it. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Why? How did we overcome them? Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in you than everything that's coming your way. Every missile that's launched, every weapon that's drawn, every trouble that's come, the power of God is in us. It doesn't make it come out, but it tells us, there's opportunity there's you can access it if you don't too, you'll be you'll be greater as he that is in you than he that's in the world and not have anything. Just because he's in there doesn't mean he's working in there. We got to be strong and have a good courage. We got to we got to we got to release him into our situation. But at least we know and everywhere that he says be strong, we can be strong. It's not external. It's inside. Philippians chapter 4. Go west a little ways, Philippians. Hallelujah. Now, you know this one, but we're going to read a few verses uh, around it that we don't always get to. We go straight to the meaty part, and sometimes we miss the context of what was being said then. In Philippians chapter 4, let's look in verse 12. So Paul is giving a testimony here to the church at Philippi and telling them, like we are in this very present day, that it's not the external that's going to put you under, it's what you do with the external. It's not, our, it's, it's our, it's not the things of the world that are going to put you under, it's your reaction to the things of the world. That's going to cause you to have success. Verse 12 says, so he picks that up. Uh, verse 11, we could say that. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. So here we see that happiness is learned. It's learned. It's a choice. You choose to be happy. You just get up and say It doesn't matter what's happening around me. It doesn't matter how I feel. It doesn't look what my money is. I am content. I'm happy. I'm just happy. Have y'all put that on? We have. We just put it on and say, that's the reason we like that song we sang tonight. Put me down. Ain't nothing going to put me down because I'm happy. So then he goes on in verse 12 and says, I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. It's a man of experience. And where and in all things I am instructed, both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. That is the context of verse 13. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Amen. So it doesn't matter. I'm not just strong when things are going good. I'm not, I don't fall apart when things are going uh, south. I can do all things through Christ. Which strengtheneth me. The Amplified says, I know how to be abased and live humbly and straight in straightened circumstances. And I know also how to enjoy plenty and live in abundance. Have y'all been there? Yeah. Both sides of that? I have learned in any and in all circumstances the secret of facing every situation. The secret of facing every situation. The secret, the mystery of facing every situation. Now, I'll tell you, you'll defang the devil. You'll render him helpless, harmless, and ineffective if you know how to face every situation. It says, uh, uh, whether well-fed or going hungry, having a sufficiency and enough to spare, or going without and being in want, I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. And here's the amplified. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses his inner strength into me. There we go. The goal is to stay happy, to stay positive, to stay in faith. Well, what do you need that for? You need strength to do that. Who infuses inner strength into me, I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. So that's dying to self, isn't it? My strength, my intellect, my education, my experience, my everything will always be a blowout in some area or another of myself. It will not go in all places. But with Jesus, if you put on his strength, we got that whipped. Joel chapter 3, we won't go there, but you know the verse there. I'm just talking about the things the Lord told me about being strong. It says... Proclaim ye among the Gentiles, prepare war, wake up the mighty men, let all the men of war draw near, let them come up, beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears, let the weak say, I am strong. I am strong. I am strong. Michael, you are strong. Let the weak, it it even tells us how to get strong, let the weak Say, I am strong. I can do all things through Christ. He makes me strong. Strong enough. How strong? That in need and lack and want or in abounding, I'm happy. I'm content because I'm in his strength and no others. So I wrote this down. I studied all this and I wrote this down. Being strong is a choice. Being strong is a choice that is applied with a priority, and I put this in, and default. In other words, our default is strength. Our default is not weakness anymore. Our default, what, where, we, where we address trouble and, and, and um, circumstances, I'm strong. So the devil now is trying to come and take away our strength instead of being able to get, keep us from becoming strong I choose to be strong. I choose to be strong. I'm strong in the Lord and the power of his might. I choose to be strong. No weapon formed against me. Why, why is it me? Because I'm strong in the Lord and the power of his might. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. He'll bring it, he'll launch it, he'll, he'll wave it in front of you, but it'll not prosper. It'll not come to fruit. It'll not succeed. Because I'm strong. So I'm choosing to be strong. Why are you choosing? Because I know in the world, Jesus said you'll have tribulation. So you might as well just get a can of it and put it in the, in the counter and say, we're going to need this. We're going we're to need this can of strong because that's the way the world is. Choice. Uh, uh, we choose. It's a choice because we are, uh, we are hidden. Uh, like we just read there in, in Philippians, we are hidden in the strength of God. In other words, the strength of God is hidden in us, but we choose to keep the go button always on, never saying, "Well, I am tired of being strong. you know all the time we're having to be on Red Alert and Defcon four let's just let's just let's just zone out or whatever people say. No, because the the devil knows. He takes advantage of us with his devices. So, if you know a battle's coming, potentially, a plan, a scheme, a plot, what did President Reagan say? Strength? Trust but verify. Trust but verify, but he said, uh, that's right, that's good. But he said, uh, peace through strength. That's what it was. Peace through strength. Yeah, you, you don't have to launch anything you just have to have your hand on a button that would launch everything and just say Whatever y'all want to do So demons are afraid of me now that bothers people But I'm gonna say it anyway Not for the devil but for me I say it for me because that could be a weakness like oh, don't say that. Well, that's a weakness You're not strong in that area or, you know, the flu. Every year, the flu. Or every year, the whatever. Uh, Lynn was telling us before that uh, Theraflu is down 88% in sales. Is that right, 88? Tamiflu, yeah. Tamiflu excuse me. Because there's just no flu. because We're all focused on something else right now. Well, it, it may really not be up there, but I'm saying we don't give any place in our thought life that says, when the, when the TV says... It's flu season. Have y'all heard that? Yes. It's flu season. And if that bothers you, if that makes you step back, then you know you got to get strong in the Lord in that area. you got to go in there and shore that up and say, no weapon, no flu weapon formed against me shall prosper. Yes. Everybody's getting laid off at work. You gotta, if that bothers you, You have to go get strong in the Lord. I can do all things. I can withstand all things. Fullness, abounding, or lack and little, it doesn't change a thing. Nothing changed. Let's go to Ephesians and we'll be through. Ephesians chapter uh, 3. I like this one. We quote it all the time. I've heard you quote it. But in chapter 3, verse 16, chapter 3, Paul's telling us how much God loves us and how special we are. In verse 16, he says, the Father, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory, the word glory, there's also the word goodness, that he would grant you according what, how much will you grant us, Lord, I'll grant you according to the level and degree of my goodness. How many of y'all know the switch is all the way on? I will grant you according to the riches of his glory to what? What does God think is important to be strength? uh, It's to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Be strong and of a good carriage. Be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Well, I can tell you, anybody can go here. You don't have much education. You don't have much uh, church experience. Uh, you got abused when you was little. You, you went through the all the things that people say. I have an experience <clears throat> strengthened by his might in our inner man goes past all that. It's not external. It's rise up with wings as eagles. Amen. The Amplified says to be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in the inner man. Strengthened and reinforced. Yay. So we're going to be strong in 21. We're going to preach strong. We're going to live strong. We're going to testify and witness strong. We're going to cast out devils without flinching. We're going to lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Because we're strong, they'll receive of our strength. We'll go through the storm and, c- and carry people with us. We're not going to flinch. They're going to say, hey, what are we going to do? You will know what to do in the trouble because you're strong. Amen. We need to be strong. The reason America, if not the whole world, the reason that we're in trouble, if we are, is because Christians are weak. Even their wrong doctrine, and there's plenty of bad doctrine out there. Doesn't bother. It's just not the problem. It's that we're not bold. We're not strong. We don't know who we are. Therefore, we're not bold with who we are because we don't know. And so we're a little nervous about getting out there and saying, I'll lay hands on you. And this will change. This will turn around. Amen. So there's a level a minimum bar that we would have to set in our lives because somebody might say I'm strong. I, I coped and survived the last trouble Well, yay yay for coping and surviving if you used to go under But that's not the level we're looking for coping and surviving the word says that whatsoever is not of faith is sin, sin. So would you say if he says to be strong and of a good courage? If he said, "Strengthened by his might in your inner man, that, listen, just would weakness be sin? If strength or being strong is a choice, if I did not choose strength, then by default, I am weak. I'm a victim. I'm I'm an opportunity for the devil. A lot of the things the devil does, y'all need to know this, you do know it, but it's not... To put you out it's to put the spectators the witnesses in your family and your friends to see you go under it wipes them out they have no confidence in God if they see a, a, what they would say was a strong Christian whatever we are we appear to be strong if we just know who Jesus is and if he, the devil can put you and I out and bring a a weakness to bear in us and he's wiped out our family, a lot of our friends, because you can't hardly explain it. About the only thing I, I've been I've been in surgery. I've been in areas. And I'll tell you, it was sin. It is sin because weakness is sin. Just going to just put that one on the shelf and let that one work through. Hallelujah. So we're not willing to settle for Coping strength It was hard we we got through it though. Well, that's what everybody's saying that got through it somehow by a different strength. So we're uh, We're gonna set a bar or I am we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna Press into the company of the committed because this is a confession of strength It's just like at the very end of it. It says no exceptions No excuses right now. (laughs) There's not much wiggle room in this sardine can. (laughs) So so we've set our goal, I have, and I believe you are, to live days of heaven on earth. Doesn't mean that you, there's no condemnation. If If we shoot for the stars and land on the moon, we're all whooping. We're all just happy. We're not saying, you didn't do it. When I say sin, I don't mean a sin where everybody goes, look at that sinner. Gosh, he, he, he didn't, he's weak. But it's personal failure to not live by faith, walk by faith and run by faith. So we're unwilling, here's a standard, we're unwilling to not be strong every time. Now that would be a walk of faith. I'm going to be strong for every area every time strong enough to win. What other goal do we have? What are are we after? Uh, It's certainly not work. It's certainly not a lot of things that the world puts on. Our job, I think, is to be strong and of good courage. I can do all things through Christ. You need help. Jesus is the answer. He was my answer. He is my answer. Let me give you the Jesus I have and we'll see turnaround in your life. There's nothing simpler than that. You don't have to do a lot of doctrine. You don't have to do a lot of uh, psychology. You know, well, how is your mother on your father's side? You know, what did they do? You know psychology. You just be strong, and it works. Amen. So that's what we're going to do. I'm going to read this. I'm going to read number two. We read number one the other day. Number two is my past is redeemed, my future is secure, and right now, everything is turning out amazing. I'm finished and done with low living, sight walking, small planning, smooth knees, colorless dreams, tamed visions, mundane talking, cheap giving, and dwarfed goals. I am absolutely sold out to God and everything is just right. I mean, that's a bear hug, guy. When you, when you say that and say, that's me, you're, you're saying, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. So that's who we are. So let's hit 2021 strong and of a good courage. Let's do everything we do. Let's preach hard, preach not condemnation, preach the love of God, but preach the he is able inside of me to do anything we need done I've been telling the Lord lately this is your business I'll do your business for you but it's your business I didn't take this on I you said I could do it through you but I I don't have any confidence in me without you I've been throwing stuff back at him not not that he's listening and not that he cares but I just like make sure he knows I'm not out there by myself, and don't you get me mixed up with someone that thinks they are. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for tuning in this evening. We appreciate you. We'll be back Sunday. Hallelujah. Amen.